Thank you for joining us Around the Fire. For more information or to make a donation, please visit randomactnetwork.com. Now, want to hear a scary story? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Or how about three of them? Today we've got something special. We're telling three tales of creepy college campuses submitted by our listeners. And this is a really exciting time for us. If you don't follow us on YouTube, you may have missed a teaser trailer for a project called Viral. And more will be announced soon. But something big is coming this Halloween. So make sure to follow along with us on socials, the Scary Story Podcast on Instagram, and Scary Stories Pod on Twitter. And of course, if you ever want to submit a story to be read on the show, email the Scary Stories Podcast at gmail.com. And don't miss next week's gathering around the fire when we present our 25th tale that is sure to change everything. First up, it's a story that's already familiar to myself because it's from an old friend named Colleen. So, Colleen, why don't you take it away? So my name is Colleen, and I attended North Central College in Naperville, Illinois. Now, according to a book that was sold in the campus bookstore and the frequent ghost tours that would wander through our campus... North Central College has some of the most haunted buildings in all of Illinois. One of those buildings was our large proscenium theater building, Pfeiffer Hall. It is known to be a home to quite a few entities. As a musical theater major, I spent a fair amount of time in Pfeiffer Hall and have a handful of personal experiences, witnessed many personal experiences be had by others, Uh, But one of my favorite stories happened with one of the creators, producers, frequent writers, narrator, contributor to this podcast, Brian Renaud, who also attended North Central College. We had a small group project that, if I remember correctly, was to tell a story. And we decided we would tell the stories of the Pfeiffer Hall ghosts. We filmed our presentation made it almost a masterpiece theater kind of a vibe. As I remember it, it was the night before the project was due. It was after a long tech week rehearsal, Brian and I were in the theater and we had one more segment that we wanted to film. Now, quick backstory, one of the famous Pfeiffer Hall ghosts is uh, Yellow Boots. A short synopsis is that Yellow Boots was at one point a janitor at North Central College. He was known for wearing these yellow rain boots that squeaked when he walked, and apparently students were 
very, very horrifically cruel to Yellow Boots, who ended up taking his own life in the janitor's closet, which was located in the upstairs lobby's men's restroom, which has since then been walled off. In fact, if you now go to Pfeiffer Hall in Naperville, Illinois, and you go to the upstairs lobby's men's restroom, and you knock on the wall that, if I remember right, is directly in front of the door, you can hear where it is hollow behind the wall. So for our school project, we were in the theater late at night, and we decided to go up and have me knock on the wall to show where it was hollow for our yellow boot segment of this video project. We're up there, still in our dress blacks. Brian's filming, and I knock across the wall to show where it goes from solid to hollow. However, in the middle of me knocking across the wall, I hear something knock back. I try to convince myself that I imagined it. I continued the take. I was tired. It was fine. I am sure that I imagined it. It was not crazy. I will never forget. I looked to camera and I looked to Brian filming and I will never forget the look that he had on his face when he lowered the camera and we both, I remember at the same time blurting out, like, did you hear that? And we flipped out, flew out of the bathroom, flew down the stairs to grab our, like, bags and coats and stuff. Brian was kind enough to record our reactions as we grab our bags and throw our coats on as we are leaving. That also was tagged on at the end of our presentation and is immortalized on YouTube. You hear Brian giggle as I completely freak out. So anyway, that is one of my favorite stories where Yellow Boots knocked back at us and how it is now forever enshrined for future generations on YouTube. Thank you for sharing my R. Brian story. I love you and your podcast. Bye. Wow. Thank you so much for that, Colleen. And uh, I really wish that all of our listener stories would consider ending by saying that you love me because... I just really appreciate that. But love you too, Colleen. And I can verify it was a horrifying experience to go through in person. I, uh, I'll i play the audio for you all now. That is from the video that Colleen mentioned. Pretty hard to hear the specific knock that she is mentioning, but you can still kind of laugh at uh, her emotional reaction. So here you go. As we said, this was where Yellow Boots' office once stood. And if you listen, you can hear solid... And that's where it's hollow when they plastered over. I don't know if you guys heard that, but when we just did that recording, I went knock, knock, and something went knock back, and it was really terrifying. So we're getting the shit out of here. Anyway, thank you again, Colleen. I will follow that with a very quick story that is personal to me in the same building. I think it fits. So I had been rehearsing some bad musical, and everybody in the building left. It was probably 11 o'clock at night, and it was a fall night. So it was like chilly, but you didn't necessarily need a coat. And basically I had left rehearsal, leaving my coat in the theater and gone home. And I only lived probably less than a two minute walk from the theater. I basically was across the street and I was talking to my mom on the phone and I was like, oh crap, I got to go back and grab my coat. So I'm talking to my mom, telling her about rehearsal, catching up, blah, blah, blah. And basically like as soon as I go through the double doors into the building that I'm almost positive was completely empty other than myself 
my mom was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. And, and I'm just like walking through to go to the green room and grab my coat. And she's like, Brian, can you just call me back in a few minutes? I cannot hear you. And I'm thinking like, oh, the service is going in and out because it's a shitty old building. And I was like, hold on, I'll be out in like two more seconds. And she was like, no, seriously, I cannot stand to listen to this anymore with that person screaming behind you. And it was silent, like I was alone. So I ran fast as fuck out of there. And yeah, I don't know. I've never really talked to my mom about if she believed in ghosts or not, but we have both confirmed to each other that that happened. And I had lots of mini experiences there that were just often just very uncomfortable. The energy would shift. The temperature would shift. You'd get a weird smell. There's just a lot of history in uh, a lot of these old college buildings. So the next story is going to be from Abby, and then we're going to close out today's session with a tale from Daria. So sit back and enjoy Abby's tale. Today I am going to be telling you the story of the Music Practice House. This is a story I've never forgotten. My friend Nick told it to me. It was his experience on his college campus at Cornell College. So just off of Cornell's campus, there is a music practice house. It's this old house where music majors or music students would go to practice. There's a bunch of different rooms and pianos in each room. And one time his friends, he and his friends decided to go and explore this place. And there were three or four doors into each room. So it was really fun to kind of just go around and see what you could find in there. And they did know it was haunted. So... They were able to, as they were going through this house, to find a set of servant stairs up through to the attic. And the whole time his friends are saying hi to these spirits, being very benevolent, Nick has not said a word. He could tell, he could sense that there were things that were there. And as they get to this attic room, they see this giant owl statue. It's like three feet tall, two feet long. And instantly, as Nick walks into this room, he just feels a rush of bad energy. He he has this feeling, I can't be here right now. I don't feel good. And he goes out the door. The second he goes out, he feels much better. And as his friends are still walking around this room, he stands on the landing. He's not far away from his group, but he's still out of the room. And as he's standing on these landing of these stairs... He feels the sound of somebody maybe shifting their weight on the other end of the landing, and he turns around, and no one is there. And that was not the only thing that happened. As they were going through to another room, they saw in this room that there was a music stand on the floor. And his friend, talking to the spirit, says, Hey, I'll pick this up for you. And as he writes the music stand, picks it up, They hear this loud knocking noise on the window. This was a second story window where there could be nobody there. And later, Nick found out that that old house was formerly a crematorium. So that is my story of the music practice house. Thank you for listening. 
So my name is Daria, and I went to college on one of the most haunted campuses in the state of Illinois. And while I've had a couple of interactions with ghosts, spirits, whatever you want to call them, there is one experience in particular that I will never forget. During the winter of my sophomore year, I was living in my sorority's house just off main campus. And this night started off like most others. I had eaten dinner, done my homework, and a long time after I started, gotten ready for bed. Now, I lived on the top floor of the house where since our rooms didn't have beds in them, we all slept in bunk beds in a room we called the dormers. And I slept on the top of one of these beds. I crawled into my bed, fell asleep, and I immediately remember starting to have one of the most vivid dreams I have ever had. In it, I was with my sorority siblings in our house, and all of a sudden, a ghost appeared and started wreaking havoc, breaking glasses, throwing things, just general chaos. Eventually, we lured her, I could immediately feel it was a her, into the room our exec board held their meetings in. Here was where I got my first good look at her. She was this big, hulking mass of black, torn lace, the wisps of fabric radiating out and down like the root system of some rotted tree. We couldn't see her face, just a mass of pitch black hair hanging in limp tangles over where her mouth should have been. It was obvious she had been trying to get our attention, so I, in my infinite dream wisdom, decided she should enter and possess me, that I would be her conduit for communicating. I felt her enter me, and she was a powerful, angry presence, and then I woke up. Now, remember how I said I slept on the top bunk? When I awoke, I, I was still in my bed, but my body had moved to the edge of the bunk with my right arm stretched out into the open air, my hand in a stiff claw reaching out toward the individual on top of the neighboring bed. And perhaps the scariest part was that I could not move. Then, as if I wasn't already freaked out enough, as I woke up more and became more aware of my surroundings, I realized I could feel a dark, powerful, angry presence floating above me. I, I was still frozen, so I couldn't move my head to get a look and see what it was, but I, I could feel in my gut that it was the woman from my dream. Minutes felt like hours, but I was very slowly able to regain control of my limbs and pull my arm back in. And as soon as I could, I pulled my covers up and over my head to shield me from her. And even with them covering my face, I was too afraid to roll onto my back, as if even doing that would confirm that she was staring down on me from her position above my bed. But I needed to physically move away from the edge of the bunk. So I rolled face down to my other side and with covers still over my head and feeling her dark presence above me, I mercifully was somehow able to get back to sleep.
The following morning, I was sitting in our dining room talking to two of my siblings who were mediums about my dream and the experience I had afterwards. And one of them said, oh, yeah, I can see her hovering over your shoulder. She says she just wants to talk to you. But remembering the anger and power from my dream, I said no. I didn't want to talk to her. And I thought that was it. I I never had another dream about her again, but every time I think about that night in the dormers, I feel like someone's looking over my shoulder, just wanting to talk. But when I look, there's never anyone there. Even now, I can feel like someone's watching me. Thank you so much, Daria, for that creepy one. Ooh, I feel like someone is over my shoulder now. And thank you to everybody today for listening to this mini anthology episode about college campuses. Don't forget to follow along on all of your favorite social apps, as well as any audio apps you like. And a quick review on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods, or wherever else goes so far to help us spread the word. We appreciate you all so much. We love you for listening. And with that, the fire has gone out. So until next time, stay spooky.